Chuck and Julie, bringing you the truth straight up. I'm Julie Hayden. I'm working at- An Emmy-winning former investigative reporter, a highly successful trial attorney, and publisher of a major Denver area newspaper. They've been partners as talk show hosts and in marriage as parents for over 10 years, providing thought-provoking information, opinion, and entertainment live, <coughs> local, and interactive. Everyone's voice is always welcome on the Chuck and Julie Show. And good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Chuck Bonnewell and Julie Hayden Show, Truth Straight Up. Uh, Chuck is, I can hear him here at World Headquarters wandering around um, upstairs. He's on his way down. He was in court this morning for the second day of a two-day hearing on uh, motions in the opt-out lawsuit that Chuck and a group called Parable have, and we've been talking about it, have filed, um, essentially saying that the, the gist of it, the, the, the main aim of it is to say, hey, in order to vote in the Colorado Republican primary, you have to be a registered Republican. Um, a few years ago, the state changed the law. And what we found is, um, as a result, Democrats and Democrat, big Democrat donor money floods Republican primaries and essentially tries to get elected somebody who says they're a Republican, but, te- but votes with the Democrat caucus. And what this would do, I say, is put the Republican primary back in the hands of Republicans. Not very onerous. I mean, the way the law is right now, uh, you know, the, the people who are opposed to this would say, oh, well, it disenfranchises people. But I mean, you could literally, I just clarified this with Chuck, you could literally on the day of the election at seven minutes till five o'clock before the polls close, go change your affiliation, become a Republican if you weren't already, and then vote. And then five minutes after seven o'clock, change your affiliation back to whatever you wanted. So it's not disenfranchising anybody. But that's why Chuck looks so sharp today because <laughs> um, right. he was in court. So this was a two day hearing. Um, Randy Corcoran and John Eastman were here. Randy did a great job. Um, ben, our good friend, Ben Nicholas was a witness. And, uh, Charles Heatherly was a witness. Both of them did great. I listened to that. And then I heard Scott Gessler also, I thought, did a yeah, pretty he did good a job. Very too. Good job. He did And the attorney general's office, they were the ones. So the state of Colorado basically is saying, okay, well, it's it's Colorado law. So we're going to fight it. Oh, and by the way, we're all Democrats. So um, from the AG's (laughs) office. Um, And they did not say they seem kind of confused and not. I mean, they were I think they're just hoping that the judge says uh, I'm a liberal judge. so I'm going to side with you. Well, I thought they tried to raise they never wanted to get to the merits of, of whether you have a right to association. And you have right the whole point of the right of association. You get to go with like-minded people, and you nominate somebody who has your ideas, and and then the people get to decide in the general election. They want to say, well, we don't want to have that. <laughs> we don't want you people. No, because be we, able. the Democrats, we the Dems will tell you how to vote. Tell you who to vote, right? Um, and so um, you know, they brought up a secretary, a deputy um, director of elections, um, and she just said, oh, we couldn't possibly. <laughs> It'd be cost millions. It'd well, be, it'd, what, we could never what, figure it what, out. Technically, what the hearing today was is that you guys filed a motion to ask the judge to put this to, to put to essentially the way it is now. Let me back up. So the way it is now is, and everybody, if you're an if you're a registered Republican, you get a Republican primary right, ballot right, in June. Right. If you're a registered Democrat, you get a Democrat primary ballot. If you're an unaffiliated voter, which is the bulk of voters in Colorado, you yes. get both, and you can right. only fill out one. And what you guys have filed a motion is asking the judge to say, at least for this the next election coming up, because the deadlines are coming up, right. we're not going to send unaffiliated voters both ballots. 
Right. And the Republican Party has to notify the, the Secretary of State he doesn't want both ballots right. to be sent out. Um, that seems to be, you know, and I, th- I think it's so reasonable that the reason why the state wanted to say, oh, you know, our computer systems oh, wow, could never it. figure out how to send, say, you shouldn't send to to unaffiliated voters the Republican ballot. That would take millions well, of dollars. And let's go back and remind, remind people that's the way it was done yes, until yes. just, what, four years ago, yes, right? Yes, so it's only yes. been two elections that they've only done right, this. So right. all they'd have to do is go back to the old way. So so anyway, but you're set. I mean, I thought you guys did a great job. I thought Ben was very good. I mean, he was just good. Ben was good with the, the secretary, uh, the, the attorney general's person was, you know, asking questions that were nonsensical. And Ben just very smoothly and calmly um, and sincerely said, can you ask that again? I just don't understand what you're asking. Well, the one of the questions because that, well, have you ever seen a, a, a physical ballot election? And he kind of goes, have I ever seen a physical ballot election? You know, I kind of like, like, are you talking about ever? I mean, <laughs> I mean it's like, what does that even mean? What kind of question is well, that? What, so? what difference does it make whether I've ever seen? And what does that even ballot? mean? I've ever, I mean, yeah, it was just, and it was clear that, you know, with the way that Ben handled the questioning, it's like, she, she didn't really know what she was asking. She was just like no, yeah, asking uh, questions. I'm, so. I'm trying to make a point, but I have no idea what the point is. Right. And so, cause I want to talk about other election stuff, but in general, I think this is interesting. The judge said he'd decide by Friday. Well, he'd hoped to he hoped to issue his opinion on Friday. Couldn't guarantee it, but he, but he said that was his his um, goal. Now, and let me ask you this: I mean, this is a very liberal federal judge. Yes, um, a Jimmy Carter appointee. There you go. So he's been on the bench for a while. Um, and my guess would be, particularly with the well, let me back up again to explain. So it's possible that you could lose this temporary injunction, but then the case still goes on, and just the merits of the overall case, right? Well, yes, I but mean, but if you know, usually if they say what if happens, they won't grant they, the injunction. if they won't grant the injunctions, particularly if they won't grant the injunction on the basis of you're likely going to prevail, because that's one of the three or four part tests that's right. involved. You know you're not going to win on the other one, or unless some facts come out, which you know ours is not a fact based kind of case so much as a constitutional, constitutional case, right? Um, and so you know he could find we don't have standing, um, and he could we, find that it's Friday and he feels yeah, like you know I don't like Republicans, so I'm just going to say no. I have to say, you know, I guess I've been around a lot more federal judges who who very much articulate. Well, early in the case, how they feel about your case. <laughs> I've seen them do where they say, yeah, you don't need to make that argument because actually I don't care. I already know what I'm good. I've seen yeah, them do that yeah. where you're the lawyer and you stand up and they want to, they're already to go and the judge says, yeah, I don't need to hear that. It's or like, no, go, but that's the crux of you, my case. Are you trying to tell me, Mr. Bonnie, well, <laughs> yeah. you, when you get that? You know, are you, you trying know, to tell me the law? It's like, no, no, you're uh, not uh, at all. Are you telling me I don't have the power to do it or <laughs> I, I have the discretion to do it? And you always, oh, you have the power. You have, of I've, course, you have the power. I remember one telling one, no, you don't. The, you shouldn't do it and you don't have the power you want to bet let's see you stop me so, um, so uh, but Kane really uh was was appeared uh, to be listening yeah, um very much appeared to be listening and and uh was very engaged and and gave no you know not yeah. that i could discern of of how he's going to rule now anytime you go against the state and the ag and the secretary the odds are against you they, yeah. ju- they just are but it's a miracle we got to this point. Right. No one ever thought we'd have our day in court. 
I mean, Peg and the Neil and Ben and uh, all Burton of us. Brown. <laughs> yeah, well, Christy Burton Brown. Um, no, she did because she approved it. She voted. Well, she didn't. But, but she approved, as Ben pointed out, the minutes yes, that passed yes, the resolution. Yeah, yeah. She didn't have to vote on it because. Well, she could vote on it. There was unanimous vote. Right. Unanimous means she either she either didn't vote or she she voted for it. Right. Um, so it was it, it was a you know a, a joyous day after all these efforts, and and no one thought. I mean, I promise you. Christy Burton Brown and the establishment Republican Party thought, well, no, they'll never be able to get this before court and they won't right. be able to have good attorneys and, and all it put to. And, I, you know, I, I, we have a chance if you, if you get to court and you finish the trial and and, uh, you know, I'd, I'd say we have a, have a a decent chance, although I think it's it's always harder when you're trying to fight the man, right? Um, to be able to win, but I, I was encouraged, and I thought yeah. I did. So a great we'll job. let you know, and, and you know, maybe we'll try to get Randy on Friday, even too, if we get the the, you know, I my my guess would be the judge would issue it like right before the end of the day, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. You just don't know. You just don't know. Maybe on Monday. So, well, wanted to talk about then some other election stuff. I will say, Marianne Goodland, who's a reporter for Colorado Politics, did what I thought was a pretty straightforward story pretty on straightforward. this. Not too straightforward, but, but pretty. pretty straightforward. Well, you know, again, compared to the Denver Post, you did an outstanding right. job. Yeah, I mean, any more straightforward is just not an outright heck job. But I wanted to talk about elections because the headline of the Denver Post: So Mike Lindell and Tina Peters had a rally in Denver, down at the Capitol this week, and. And the headline was election deniers spin conspiracy theories. That's the headline. That's the headline. Headline. And that was the best part. I mean, that was the most most even. Yeah. So I wanted to talk about some of this stuff because I I think it's important that we and and more and more things are coming out. We're going to have to take a look at that movie Rigged, um, which looks into the way that Mark Zuckerberg put his thumb on the scales in the election. And there's another one, 2000 Mules, that's coming out. And I think that's not coming out till October. At least that's when when Amazon said the book is available. So I'm not sure. October? I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, The book is on Amazon that says the book is coming out then. Well, the book's already out. I've already read the book. Oh, well, then I, it was last October. The book came out. Oh, well, I pay no attention to what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, except for this next part to talk about the election. But there was a hearing in Wisconsin, um, March 24th, and a lot of information came out from True the Vote. These True the Vote people are doing a great job. So I wanted to go over some of this. So this is a guy, Greg Phillips and Catherine Engelbrecht with True the Vote. They And I'm going to have some sound. I think points. we have Catherine on our show. It, yes, it is. And boy, does Chuck look dapper even combed his hair. Exactly. That's what happens when you go <laughs> to my hair. Wow. <laughs> so they were talking about they did studies on some of the key areas swing areas in key swing states right and what they found was according to them they believe that 4.8 million ballots were trafficked is that the right word trafficked in Mm -hmm. 2020 um and and basically they say for instance in wisconsin they figure seven percent of the ballots that were cast were trafficked and they say that's not an accident um and that none of this that happened is an accident and the fact that we saw the same thing happening in in different states and in different cities is very much evidence to them that this is an organized plan. So, Thomas, if we could please play um, vote number one, please. This is Gregory Phillips talking um, in Wisconsin. It, it, it really is um, um, troubling that, that this could have happened. And I think that um, our view is that any community in this country, 
of any size, whether it's you know, a tiny little place like San Luis or a you know, super huge place like Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, um, that the same um, concepts were developed. And that's why the numbers stay the same. Because they identify, it's a, it's a, it's an organized crime. It was perpetrated on Americans by um, advancing um, bad process, dirty vote. Catherine will go through this here in a moment, but dirty voter rolls, um, ballot boxes, um, all sorts of mail-in ballot capabilities, um, and you roll all that up, and it and it's quite evident to those of us that have spent the last fifteen months of our lives um, developing these numbers that this was indeed an organized crime that was perpetrated on Americans. And they talk about what they did is, and then, this, so this is important to know. Again, when everybody says election denier, this is fact, okay? What these, the things I'm about to tell you, this factually happened. So the true the vote people, what they did is, and we've talked about this on the show before, they did geofencing, where they basically tracked cell phones, right? And they looked and they saw, they traced the cell phone from like a, a Dropbox location to another location and then back to the Dropbox location. And when they saw things they thought were suspicious, they basically what they did is then they pulled the videotape because a lot of these had surveillance videotape. And in some places, I'm just going to throw this out. In Atlanta, for instance, they found 242 traffickers who made 5,668 individual stops at drop boxes. Um, And then they were seen in surveillance tapes showing them actually depositing multiple ballots into a box. Keep in mind that that's illegal. In in Georgia, it's completely illegal to do that. Um, Many of them, they found, were going to Stacey Abrams' Um, headquarters, right? right? So right. they're going back and forth from the drop boxes to Stacey Abrams headquarters, back to the drop boxes. Um, in Arizona, they found a case where 202 traffickers made 4,282 visits to uh, drop boxes. They have a whistleblower, and we've talked about this before in the show, who said that they got paid $10 per ballot. That's why you see in the videotape, and I think maybe many of you guys have seen that, so they're taking pictures as they're dropping the ballots in because they had to take a picture to ver- to ver- get their 10 bucks to per get ballot. their 10 bucks per ballot right? and, and and so it's interesting i forget which county it was but but uh, there's referred to the county showing all these people um because they had in, in that particular jurisdiction they had um cameras on the on the drop boxes of people shoving ballots in right repeatedly shoving and you you could only submit your own ballot right you, you could not do more than one and the uh, da of the county said yeah, but we can't identify everybody who did this. Therefore, we can't indict anybody who did this. I mean, right. that is, when is that the law? It's right. never been the law. Do they say, oh, we can't indict all the people we can't indict for every January 6th? Yeah. Right, so we're not going to exactly. I mean, it's just, it's, it's obscene. It's obscene what they're doing. And you can take... You can take to the vote. You go John Lott, who we've had on. Right, who talked about the um, statistics. These- the statistical ones. You can take uh, Gableman, the Supreme Court, Wisconsin, Wisconsin Justice, who said the the uh, CTLT. Zuckerberg's organization. Yeah, Zuckerberg's organization was engaged in systematic bribery, potential bribery. Even. And everybody, oh, yeah. And then you'll get Peter, like, you'll get people like Peter and, 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 uh, George Brockler, who could, oh, there's no evidence. And it's criminals. What do you call that? What do you call videotaped? 
captured on tape, right? People who in a, in a state where it's only legal to put one ballot one time in one box, making multiple, not even multiple thousands of visits to the ballot box and depositing at a time multiple ballots. I mean, what, I don't know what other kind of evidence you need. Now, maybe, maybe there is a legitimate explanation there's for that. Well, I know there's not, but what I'm saying is, but to say, there can't be. or to say, maybe they were all voting for Trump. Say you, maybe. Well, you could say, you could say potentially that. I have no idea. Exactly. But you cannot say, and it is not being an election denier. You cannot say that this didn't happen because it did happen. I want to play a little bit more in terms of what exactly was their method. And I'll give you a little bit of a headline and then I'll let that guy explain it again because talks kind of slow for me, frankly. But he said, what they did is, how did they do all this? Well, number one, they exploited inaccurate voter rolls. That's why they did. Then, then they sent out mass ballots, mass mail ballots to those inaccurate voter rolls. Then they used non-governmental organization offices. That's like Planned Parenthood, teachers right. unions, Stacey Abrams headquarters, stuff like that, right? Um, then they used the Zuckerberg funded drop boxes. So drop boxes were put in specific places, many of them where they did not have surveillance, right? right. Many of them in heavily Democrat neighborhoods. It was totally Zuckerberg spent four hundred million dollars on election rigging, more almost than the entire Democrat National Committee spent. Okay, and then the other thing they did was they paid the traffickers. So, Thomas, if we could please play vote number two. Done quite an extraordinary amount of work. But one thing we learned is that there there are five key components to the hypotheses that that we came to understand as being, uh, Catherine coined, I think appropriately, as ballot trafficking, uh, because it's far more than just harvesting. It's far more than just collection. It's the combination of collection, distribution, um, uh, storing, um, and the components of those were are uh, very clearly inaccurate voter rolls, um, uh, the mass mail of ballots or ballot applications. Um, non-governmental or governmental organizations or NGOs, uh, the privately funded drop boxes were certainly a component of everything that we've seen. Uh, and non-government or, um, money was the nexus to it all. And it, it really began to help us unpack, um, what, it, what were some specific examples of what was happening out there. And to me, the question is, is so to anybody like who says, oh, there's no evidence. It's like, well, that's because they have um, they also said, you know, they got um, uh, like the license plates of the people, the cars that were going there. Right. So all you could do, I mean, if I'm an investigator, OK, what do I do? Well, I look up the license plate. I see, OK, well, that's registered to Julie Bonniewell. So then I call up Julie Bonniewell and say, Julie Bonniewell, this is you dropping this in. What were you doing? I mean, how hard is that? Right. And again, maybe I have a legitimate explanation, which I can't because it's illegal to be doing that. But let's go through some of the questions. Simple question from Leo. If people witnessed all this in November of 2020, um, and stuff is coming out 18 months later. Why the lag? Here's what I think happened, Leo. I think, unfortunately, um, Sidney Powell, I think this is fair to say, and, and Rudy Giuliani did not come up. And, and um, what's his name? The lawyer. Um, Mike Lynn. No, not Mike Lindell. Oh, no. Mike uh, Lynn. Yeah. Lynn. Uh, Lynn Woods. Lynn Woods. Lynn think Woods. it comes to us slowly. Yeah. Um, I think they did not come across as well as they could have there. Well, they and probably that, weren't given a chance. To no, they weren't. And, and so that 
So that all of a sudden, you know, again, the Denver Post, it wasn't like the reporter went to that story to hear what Mike Lindell had to say. The headline is election denier spins conspiracy theory. So the Democrats need to protect this operation, right? So they start hammering down immediately. And so what people have had to do is very carefully dig up the evidence. And that's what's coming out now. And it takes a long time for evidence to come out. I mean, quite frankly, we're just starting to understand what happened in 2016 and 2017. Right. I mean, how many years later? Right. Um, and here's and a- if you don't have prosecutors who, who can who can subpoena people and demand evidence and everything else, then it's incredibly hard to get evidence. Right. Um, and they all just, I can't stand those Republicans who go, well, we've got to concentrate on the next election. So well, we yeah, can lose that you better one. make no, sure. Too. Exactly. Yeah. If you have, if the Democrats have um, in certain key swing areas in, say, where was I looking at my in, in Atlanta? They had 242 people who were getting paid, making drops, making 5,668 individual stops at drop boxes. And in each of those states, depositing multiple ballots. Right. If you're a Republican and you think that the Democrats aren't going to keep doing this in the next election, yeah. you're nuts. Yeah. OK. And if they're I mean, how many thousands of ballots are we talking about in areas millions. where in areas where that could have been the difference? Now, maybe it wouldn't have been. OK, so maybe it wouldn't have been. I no, think it would have been. been. But but you even, don't have to show because I've challenged elections. You don't have to show how people voted because you can't really do that. Uh, all you have to show is that there were enough fraudulent votes that would have changed the election. Right. That's all you have to show. Right. Um, and so, and, and it keeps on, for example, the guy who, who took the uh, post office truck uh, from New York City down to Pennsylvania with containing a quarter million ballots, all of them illegal probably, uh, well, it's know, totally illegal. You can't be driving yeah. ballots around. I mean, well, talk about but, ballot but, harvesting. And so the, the post office said, yeah, we'll investigate that. They refused to, to right. disclose what they found. So, and, and, uh, I mean, it's just obscene. And the, the Republicans who were afraid of the cancel culture for jumping on them over this, and because they might get their YouTube channel banned, they got to stand up because it, it, it happened George, then. George, George, George Brockman's not going to stand up. Yeah, they got Sherry from Lakewood online, too. Okay. Hey, 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 Sherry. Thank you for calling. Hi. I, I wanted to bring up a couple Sherry, things there? That, um, that I heard Donald Trump say. And this is fairly recent. He did a Michigan rally. Um, and so one of the things he said was, how do you show the public the truth? Yeah. By letting them steal the election and waking everyone up? He also said, people see how bad they are. If I had won and everything was honest and legit and I had just kept on running, we would have continued to go through all this stuff. Yeah you know, about all these wonderful things. Now they have had a chance to destroy our country in four years. Right. So I when we go back, out. if we go back, if it's me, you have some good candidates, you have some bad candidates. But he says our country has a chance if we do this correctly and if we do things right and as quickly as possible, our country can be back and we can be even better than before because we're going to learn from a lot of these things. I agree. So great point, I, Sherry. Anyway, um, I think maybe he feels like, or maybe just the universe feels like we needed to be educated on how really serious of a situation we were looking at getting 
And maybe still, I don't know. <laughs> I think we are. Hey, Sherry, thank you. Great call. That's a, that's a really uh-huh. good point that maybe there's a thing. Well, when you look at it, look at, I mean, the plan, the blueprint is there. So what happens in places like Colorado, they get all mail ballots. Okay. So everybody gets a ballot. Then they have motor voter registration. So if you register your car, Okay, whether you're eligible to be a voter or not in Colorado, you automatically get a ballot. Then they have the George Soros controlled Democrat operative controlled company that 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 monitors and takes care of the voter rolls. You think, yeah, yeah, you epic. You'd think the secretary of state's office would do that, but they don't. They they farm that out to a George Soros founded company who then says we can't get rid of anybody for any reason, right? Doesn't matter. The first thing Jenna Griswold did when she became secretary of state in Colorado was cancel the agreement that Colorado had with other states to say, I moved to to Oklahoma and I register there. Then Oklahoma sends Colorado a notification saying, hey, we've got a registration from Julie. She got rid of that. So they don't want to clean up the voter rolls. They want mass ballots sent out. They also- Mass registration sent out. And I saw that. That happened. Almost all of this happens in Colorado, although Colorado, Colorado is the model. Worst. Yeah. Right. Colorado is the model. The other thing that they do then is they also in this, they're, they're getting rid of matching signatures, right? So that's not there. So there is. And then, in the, and then in the meantime, they refuse to prosecute when you have people going around and collecting not just their neighbor's ballot, not just me taking Chuck's ballot in, but making thousands of trips. Put one person putting in hundreds and hundreds of ballots. That even begs the question, what are they doing with these ballots? Where are they getting them? Are they collecting them from apartment buildings? Are they collecting them from nursing homes? Are they taking them back to Stacey Abrams headquarters, which the geofencing um, data shows that they were doing and filling them out there? I mean, why do they need to go there? Or were other people there? I mean, that just begs that question. And that's a whole different and, and thing then, to get and into. And then you're facing people like Bill Barr, who says there was no fraud. Yeah. Without ever looking at it and forbidding people to look at it. I mean, you know, he, he's the biggest disgrace there is out there. Right. Jacob says Soros back candidate uh, in Hungary lost. There you go. So he um, can be defeated. Well, well but 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 look, look at that election. They said, oh, this is unfair. One, all the media is mostly controlled by the government or is pro the the um, um, the uh, conservative party. Well, what, in Hungary, you mean? Yeah, in Hungary. You kind of go, well, wait a minute. If you're a conservative, Trump supporter in Colorado, what will yeah, they what's do? what's the difference? Where? Where will you get your views pointed? Where are you? Where is there one pro-Trump media outlet? And if you do, you know, KNUS used to be the one place you could turn to. And what have they done to there? Well, they just make sure that we got cut off because I made a, a tepid joke. Randy Corcoran, they've sued for uh tens of millions of dollars for the dominion voting machine they make sure that no one no one who isn't isn't it just a country club republican with the most banal uh opinions is allowed to appear on radio you just go through the channels yeah just go to the channels find one interesting one other than randy and they're doing whatever they can to throw him off then they say they did severe gerrymanding well in colorado the supreme court gerrymandered the House district so much that even though Republicans would win 53% of the vote, they would get, they would, they'd be voted out by, by Democrats uh, by, by almost a two to one margin. Everything they said, what made Hungary unfair is here in Colorado. <laughs> yeah, well, and, 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 and this is another the EU who is desperate to have um, 
the uh, uh, Soros candidate uh, win and Victor Horvath not win, that a day after the election, they've announced, oh, yeah, here's a $5 billion penalty because we don't think you meet uh, election EU election norms. <laughs> Oh, all right. All right. Okay. You know, and this from Jacob, Julie, after all this ballot mess, where is the country right now? High inflation, high gas prices about to enter World War Three, which is why, Jacob, they need to do it even more yeah, in, in the next yeah. election. They know that they can't win on the issues. And that's why they do this. I mean, let's just look at some of the stuff that happened. So you had this conspiracy. And I think that guy's right. This is organized crime. You had a conspiracy where you had the big tech companies actively censoring anything negative about Joe Biden, actively promoting things that we now all know. I mean, we knew at the time, but everyone now knows were lies about Donald Trump, um, actively censoring that kind of information that might have looked Biden made Biden look bad. You've got Mark Zuckerberg spending almost as much as the entire Democrat National Committee to fund drop boxes and pay people. And essentially, as the judge said, bribery in key swing districts. So that, 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 well, let me just finish. You have people illegally getting ballots and dropping them off at ballot boxes. And then you have prosecutors and investigators who are Democrats refusing to look at it. And then if you question this, then, you know, they censor you. And now (laughs) Jenna Griswold wants to pass a law in Colorado that says the questioning that we're doing here right now, not only illegal, is criminal. I mean, think about where they're going. And I hear somebody, is that Karen, is that you? I heard somebody, did somebody want to talk? I thought I heard somebody. Oh, hi. Can you hear me? Oh, this is Charlene. Hey, Charlene. Oh, Oh, wow. Y'all are getting me worked up today. First of all, I just want to say, Chuck, I appreciate you so much. And Julie, you're so knowledgeable with all this information. But, you know, I feel like this voter fraud has been in the works a long time. And because it's so intricate and there's so many ways you can do it. And then, you know, they're trying to pick it up like in other states to do the mail-in balloting used to you could do mail-in voting you know you did your voting in one day and then you count that day we can go back to that and but they don't want us to but you know saying well how how, you know leo was asking how do they get away with this and why didn't they investigate it well they set the narrative from day one and they pushed that narrative and some people maybe weaker republicans like brockler and pete well i don't even know if pete's a republican they just went with the narrative because it was the path of least resistance and now they didn't want to diverge from it although there's so much evidence pointing otherwise you know but what i'm saying what i'm hearing is like tina peters i thought they were going to be able to silence her but i heard she was at an assembly one of the republican assemblies Got she a standing ovation. Oh, she was she was at the assembly that we she was at the county assembly that we were at and got a standing ovation, right? Yeah. And so and I think and everybody stood up and uh, so people are hearing about it. They may be a little frightened to say much, but I, I do think that they are behind her. And if if the rhinos would get behind her, then we could turn this thing around. That's why I fought the rhinos worse than I do the Democrats. You the should. rhinos are more of an enemy than the Democrats are they because are. we know the Democrats, what they're up to. The rhinos pretend like they're one of they're us. They're always trying to rig the rules exactly. so the Democrats can exactly. win and show, you know, bipartisan support. All right. Hey, Charlene, thank you for your call. Yeah, right. Okay. For coming in. And Karen, I see you. Before we get to Karen, let's go to Johnny, though, from line, uh, from Denver on line two. Hey, Johnny, thank you for calling in the Chuck and Julie show. Yeah, it seems like these Democrats have had a long line of, of testing this. They tested it first on, on blacks and minorities. Then uh, we saw it like with the John F. Kennedy and, and uh, 
um, Nixon thing. And then it seems like, I guess, we fall asleep for a while, and then they're, they're continuing, like, perfecting it. And I like what the lady, last lady said about one day, one vote, one person. Yeah, I'm not sure why we can't go back to that. Yeah, exactly. That's right. We got to exactly. avoid that at you all know, costs. You know, Johnny, we had John Lott Jr. on the show um, Monday, and he talked about the fact that that's how it works in every other right. Western civilization country, right? right? The right. United States is the only one that has this banana republic kind of voting no, system. So, yeah. Hey, listen. I've been to Banana yeah. Republic. Yeah. And, and they're, they're <laughs> Hey, Johnny, we got Karen coming on. So, thank you for your call. Yeah, Let me get point. to her. Hey, Appreciate Karen, it. Karen, Kathleen, I. I see you. I saw Scott there. Tell him hi. <laughs> right in you the background. Scott here? I, is that, well, in there, in there. Hi, Scott. Oh, wow. Wow. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. I just, you know, I I only got on for one really important thing. What's that? What's that? I don't know if you guys mentioned it because you're always not on top of the greatest news. Yeah. Happy birthday, Julie. Oh, hey. <laughs> That's it. Her, it's also her 29th. It's also my 29th birthday. Thank you very much. That's right. That's the most important thing. <laughs> I know. I know. And and because you probably didn't report it and I got on late. I no, just I didn't make say sure it. All I your listeners it. knew it's your birthday today and happy, happy, happy birthday many more. All right. Thank you very much, ma'am. Okay. Right. That's it. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. Do you want to weigh in on the topic at all or just share that most important information? Oh, well, that was the most important information. I apologize for not being as much on Colorado, you know, election stuff as you all are. So maybe I'll do something I so rarely do, and that's keep my mouth shut. For all, right. all right. Well, thank you. And thank you for okay. saying happy birthday. Thank you. Okay. Right. <laughs> And this from Leo, Julie, 29. I don't look a day over 27. Exactly, Leo. Exactly. Well, so on the electric thing, too, I want to, again, these to the vote people, this information is coming out. And I think we just need to constantly push back when people say there is no evidence because there is evidence. And that's just become, I've said this before, it's like what they said when, um, you know, Leslie Stahl with the Donald Trump's trying to talk about Hunter Biden laptop, and she won't let him even talk about it because she said there's no evidence. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, I want to talk about the evidence. She's like, well, I can't verify the evidence. It's like, well, that's because you're not looking at it. You know, if you would acknowledge it, then maybe you could verify it. Um, Here's one that says Julius Aries. Um, uh, who, who would have uh, thought that? I'm guessing Chuck is Scorpio or Pisces. No, I'm Aquarius. Age of Aquarius. <laughs> February 3rd. That's right. I'm an Aquarian. Uh, and, the, and as everyone knows, Aries are the smartest and, and we're not bossy at all. We're just, no. we don't, what did I no. see a thing? Um, pardon my language here, but it was a, the lady who cuts my hair is a thing. It's a, some people call it bitching. I call it motivational speaking. Yeah, so yeah, there we go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and again, Jack is a damper Aquarius. Well, I want to play then another thing again with these true the vote people and they're testifying about this in Wisconsin. And of course you didn't hear about it anywhere. Ooh. So that's why I want to kind of bring it to you guys, because again, I just think it's so important that when we push back, we can push back with facts and, and say, you can't deny that this happened. You can question why, you can question what if it had made any difference. You can even say, was there an innocent explanation? There wasn't. But you cannot <laughs> deny that it happened. So, Thomas, if we could play, I'm going to skip to that, the vote number four. If we could play vote number four, please. I've heard the repeated refrain from those responsible for overseeing elections that this was the most secure election ever, and to think otherwise is a lie. But America 
knew differently, and they were right. It was not the most secure election ever. It was quite possibly one of the least. We've watched the mass mail-out of paper ballots to highly inaccurate voter records, the harried installation of by-mail absentee ballot drop boxes privately funded by billionaire tech magnates, and the hundreds of legislative changes, lawsuits, consent decrees, all that fundamentally altered election processes. And all of this came together in 2020 under the fog of COVID. It's hard not to look at the confluence of events and come away with any conclusion other than that it was planned. Absolutely. It was planned. Oh, it was, sure. it was absolutely yeah. planned. And I think COVID may be exploded and, and multiplied by massive factors that what they were doing and gave them an excuse to do even more. And then again, you've got the, the big media, the tech censorship, all of this other stuff um, coming down on it there too. Oh, yeah. So here from Charlene Aries, our fire and leaders. Mm-hmm. Oh, she got Chuck wrong. And then mm-hmm. says, oh, yes, COVID was a cover. We'll want to switch gears. So we'll keep bringing you stuff as that comes up. Um, and well, it is important. It's important really to try to put it together right um and because there are various ones none of which get much publicity um but uh, you know i i don't think you can possibly say oh well no elections are perfect but there are a few you know how many how many convictions do we have well you don't have any convictions if you have people like bill barr if you have people like in the county saying i can't i can't yeah uh, it's 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 just a joke it's just a joke and i think i think slowly i think slowly just just like the Russiagate. Um, just like COVID lockdown, just like all of them, it takes a while before people really realize uh, how badly um, they're being abused. And maybe, you know, Sherry could be right, too. Maybe this is sort of the universe's way of waking everybody up and saying, hey, guys, pay attention. And you got to make changes unless you want this to keep happening. Well, why did it talk a little bit more about why these kinds of things are happening? I don't know if you all saw Barack Obama went back <laughs> to the White House yesterday to tell us how grateful we all should be for Obamacare. Can I just say that the insurance costs now are insane? I mean, you know, you're, you don't have to worry about that quite as much, but I have to get insurance for me. And for no particular reason, they just raised it. And we have one of the best ones. And they just raised it a hundred dollars a month. I'm like, what? I mean, Reverend, I never even go to the doctor. Right. And I, I'm, 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 well, you didn't mean my best. You mean one of the cheapest (laughs) best prices. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, I never get sick. I just want like, if I have to get my, you know, well, cut off somebody noted that what, what Brock was doing, it was Brock was saying, look, I'm really tired of working from home. Yeah, you this know, is so I'm, cute. I'm, it's, it's just, it's just, I'm sick of, I want to go back to the old workplace where, where you know, I'm, I'm at all the time. I'm making all the decisions <laughs> from my place in Martha's Vineyard, but now I just want to be back. There's so a Babylon Bee. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah, tired of Babylon. Sure. But we're going to play because this is astonishing. And yet it's funny and it's sad, but I think it's also significant, too. Um, so, number one, Barack Obama had a little bit of a, uh, I don't know, a Darwinian slip, I guess you would call mm-hmm, it. Um, mm-hmm. if, if we could, a Freudian slip, not Freudian, Darwinian, Darwinian, Freudian slip. Yeah. Um, Thomas, if we could play the Obama soundbite, please. Vice President Biden, Vice President. That was a joke. No, sure it was. He's like, who am I? That's a music. <laughs> that was all planned. That was all set up. Yeah, yeah, that was sure that all set up. But yeah. it, it says something, though, about, no, I can understand. He probably said Vice President 
Joe Biden a million times. But I think it says something about how serious he takes Joe Biden. Right. right? Yeah. And then we're going to play this other and this is a short clip. But after the ceremony, um, when everyone's wandering around glad handing, it, it was absolutely to me stunning and pathetic. Joe Biden. So, Thomas, if we could play the Biden video, please. It's just like, and then there are other videos where he kind of wanders. I mean, that wasn't just a, an unfairly edited clip, right? That went on for a while. And, and then, then finally he comes up to Barack. Who's glad-handing people, right? And, and he puts his hand on his shoulder and says, Barack, and he treats him like a fly. He doesn't, I mean, even, it's he just doesn't, a, even, he doesn't even go, hey, no, wait a and, and his vice president sitting next to Barack, going, get out of here. I mean, it okay. was just, to me, astonishing the lack of respect that was shown. I mean, theoretically, Joe Biden is the most important, the most powerful person in that room. So Barack Obama forgets his title, number one. You'd think that wouldn't be that hard, but it shows something about, you know, what he thinks about the guy, right? And it's almost not respect. It's as if as if you don't even are not in the room. I mean, it's not some people were going, oh, I don't care what you're doing. It's just no one. He was irrelevant. Right. He must have been serving the cocktails. At least he would have been serving a purpose. Yeah. And I mean, I think it's sad because it sort of shows, I think, a significant decline on his part. I mean, anybody, you know, who, and we all have had experience with elderly people who, I mean, first of all, you get in a crowd and they get confused. He clearly didn't know where he was supposed to go or what he was supposed to do. But, but worse than that. He's supposed to talk to people, but but he can't do that. But worse than that, he's the freaking president of the United States. You'd think somebody would have wanted to talk to him. Yeah. But no, they're all busy talking. What do we care about? Oh, where's Kamala? And and the president. Yeah, yeah. And they're all crowded around him. It's just amazing. They're crowded around Barack Obama. And Joe is just kind of going... Uh, where, where, where do I go next? What do right, I go right. Next? And this is from Charlene. Healthcare delivery has never been worse. I pay cash out of pocket just to get a functional medicine doctor. Exactly. Um, from Charlene, too. I bet he had a pet name for Biden other than the vice president. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> Father time. Father time. But yeah, I mean, so the whole thing was just bizarre. And I'm sure in some way the Democrats probably set it up to try to give a, a boost to Joe Biden. Um, but but I think you you know you can't look at that and uh, and come to any other conclusion than like even the you think key he's Democrats, running the show yeah you really no. think he's running the, you really think he's in charge of the and, southern border and, and all of them know that he's not running the show either yeah. I mean again he's the president of the United States you'd think some of those people would want to go up and shake his hand but no and you'd think even out of courtesy Barack Obama maybe like, I shouldn't hey, re- Joe. I shouldn't read this because I think I got kicked off the air for something that was Oh, less, uh, less, uh, but Leo says Obama is planning a school shooting with Biden and Harris visiting. Um, no, no, no jokes about school shootings. School shootings are not funny. I make that 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 claim here. Um, but but it, point, it, it, it is, it, you know, it's just I don't know if Obama wants to get back in. Like you said, he's tired of he's already running it. It's clear yeah. he's running it. It's clear that he, something- he calls in to Nancy Rice or whoever it is, Klein and says, OK. We're going to do this today and we're going to do that and do that. And they have and like a little this. Zoom meeting, a secret Zoom meeting. Zing, well, zing. And, and I think, though, there's something is going on. I agree with Tucker Carlson here. And I said this before. All of a sudden, when they could have continued to ignore the Hunter Biden laptop story, they decided not to. Right. And, and they're not only doing that, they're looking they're not even they're looking into his business deals. I mean, they're actually doing some actual reporting on it. 
Um, and then, of course, they throw out there that Joe Biden says he doesn't know anything about it. And the White House is trying to I, I think something is going on. And I think somewhere they've decided that that Joe Biden is completely expendable. I think I don't think they're going to try to get him out early. I think they want him there so they can blame everything on him. And then they're going to throw him totally under the bus and they're going to come with some new Democrat, not Kamala, and say, hooray, Michelle Obama is running or hooray. I don't know who's, you know, Kinzinger. Even though he's, no, that was a joke. Um, but something is well, going Leo on Well, Leo is there. saying someone typed that when I went uh, to, to the bathroom. <laughs> Isn't that what Joy Reid said? <laughs> I, I couldn't have said that. I, I, that's not how I feel. Said secret and service. so therefore, it must have been somebody else. Who, uh, that's pretty who funny, that. Leo. Somebody typed that. Somebody typed the inappropriate comment <laughs> uh, when he went into that. I think that maybe somebody hacked our Zoom. And in fact, yeah. that's totally what happened. Somebody hacked our Zoom meeting um, and, and they typed stuff in there like that. But I think, though, it is scary, I think. Um, I mean, you look at Ukraine, you look at inflation, you look at all of the problems we the have border. with the country. You, you I think, I think it, it appears prices. that there doesn't, the dem- there's no one at the helm. And, and they don't care, which no. to me says they don't care that there's inflation. Like Shannon Sharp, I mean, hello, Shannon Sharp tweeting, I don't care if there's $20 ga- $20 gallon gas as long as Trump isn't president. Seriously, Shannon? You know, it's like maybe you can afford. Yeah, obviously. you don't care about anything yeah. else other than Shannon <laughs> but Sharp. But you're driving your limo or whatever it is, yeah. so how much it, but I'm putting my Subaru, my 10 year old Subaru, it matters to me. Um, but But I think, though, they don't. How do I, my, my, if, if Biden were going to, if they thought he was going to be there um, and not going to be the fall guy, they would be trying harder to solve some of these problems. And I think what what I believe is going on is with their willingness to throw Biden under the bus, they don't care about solving the problems. They're just going to bring somebody new in and blame it all on Biden, just like they blamed it all on Trump, right? Everything, right. anything bad whether it was true or not, was Trump's fault. So if you just get rid of Trump, everything will be better again. And I think that's going to be their thing, too. They're going to be, you know, Joe, he was, you know, and so, but but vote for our new shiny Democrat and everything will be fine again. Who's the old shiny Democrat? We'll have uh, Michelle Obama. That'll solve back to the good old days and all will be be back to where we need it to be. Um, You know, there were elections yesterday across the country, little small ones. Um, But, you know, the Republican... They're going to have to do something to change everything. And I guess uh, the war isn't doing what they hoped it to do. So maybe they'll, they'll claim a chemical attack. And, and Well, attack I mean, and- you know, this is from Jacob. It's now a race between Durham indicting Hillary, Putin exposing Biden's financial deals, and Biden getting Trump prosecuted, which isn't going to work. And then Charlene, unless they cheat big time, they will lose the midterms with Biden in there. They can't have that, can they? Well, which goes back to what we started out the show talking about. That's why they're doing the things they're doing. That's why they've developed the system, the plan that they have, um, and they're going to continue doing that. And that's why, you know, you've got newspapers like the Denver Post not even listening to what Tina Peters and Mike Lindell had to say, but immediately write in their headline, election deniers spin conspiracy theories, right? That's why you have people in key meet conservative, so-called conservative media organizations, terrified to even talk about it because they don't want to get canceled. That's why you have the cancel culture. And I don't think we have time to talk about um, that, Amber, but we can do we'll that. We'll do that uh, Monday. On Monday. Okay. I mean, that's why they have to crack down on all of that. That's or why Friday. big mm-hmm. yeah, big tech has to crack down on all of it. You think Mark Zuckerberg, having poured $400 million in so effectively to make sure that he got rid of Donald Trump, you think he isn't spending money now? 
yeah. trying to make sure he yeah. gets what he wants. You think he was going to say, well, that worked great, but you know, I'm, I'm going to go get a new yacht or something. Well, no. you know, if you listen back and it was that Catherine Engelbrecht that was, Engelbrecht. was Engelbrecht. Mm-hmm. Um, she was saying this has to be a planned thing. It's the same thing happening. It isn't just the, the people in Wisconsin coming up with a, a fraudulent scheme. It isn't the people just in Pennsylvania or Georgia. This is much higher. Somebody much higher up is orchestrating it all, which is what she's implying, which either Mark Zuckerberg or in combination with, with all the other corrupt Democratic oligarchs. Well, what, the, what this this um, new um, um, movie Rigged um, has to say, apparently I read a little synopsis. Um, Breitbart had a good, by the way, column on it. It talks about what, what Mark Zuckerberg did was hire all of, um, he hired Obama's campaign manager. I mean, he hired a whole bunch of pretty high-level Democrat operatives who came up with this plan. And keep in mind, and this is just another aside, um, because the Colorado State Assembly is coming up on Saturday, where we'll be voting to see who gets on the uh, ballot. Now, I don't think Pam Anderson is going through the assembly route. I I, I don't don't think so. But Pam Anderson, who wants to be the Colorado Secretary of State as a Republican candidate, worked for the very freaking Zuckerberg organization that paid all this money to to basically uh, get involved in the election, put his thumb on the election. So and she didn't quit until people found out about it. So who might have information about this? I mean, and so, you know, of course, she's wandering around saying we have a great election and Gina Peters is a kook. But, you know, she was part of it from what I can from what it this seems. Is from right, Charlene, where's Matt Crane laying low? Peg did a great job of telling that story on Monday. Yeah, she, she sure did. Well, and again, these people have, I mean, then you go to the whole Dominion thing. You know, we won't even get into Eric Kuma. You don't hear about him anymore from Dominion after he filed that massive lawsuit against Joe Altman and Randy, Randy Corp and all those people. After he had that little run in with the cops where he crashed his, he was drunk and crashed his car into the, uh, literally into the bar. Um, but, but, you know, you, again, you can't quite, if you just say voting machines, et cetera, et cetera, it's like, oh, you're lying, you're lying. And they talk about, Tina Peters, who's been criminally indicted. Okay, Tina Peters, when you read the indictment, it's not even clear what she was. Apparently, she was indicted for calling the Secretary of State's office well, and asking. six of the charges. Right. I mean, there is no crime. There was no crime. But they say criminally indicted. They don't ever say that it was bogus. So yeah, Harvey Steinberg is one of their lawyers, yeah. along with uh, Randy Corporate. And so, so that'll be that'll be good, that's, too. That's going to be um, fun. This is from Charlene. Um, Elon Musk is not part of the club. He grew up poor and was being bullied, so he knows how to stand up to bullies. That's right. And Charlene, it's going to be pretty interesting, I think, to see what Elon Musk does with um, Twitter. Well, you, I don't know if you saw today, but the, the management of Twitter has said, um, we make the decisions uh, and we implement the ones and it's not the board or the shareholders. Whoa. <laughs> well, try telling that to the, try telling that to the board of the shareholders. Well, they, they did tell it to the board <laughs> well, of the I know, shareholders. But if you're the board of the Whoa. shareholders, you're like, Oh, I mean, you know, Jeff Zucker at CNN is kind of like, you know, I make the decisions. Tell it to the shareholders. It's like, oh, you're fired, by the way. I mean, if I'm if I'm a shareholder, you're like, no, Twitter guy. It's like I make the cost. I fire you all. It's kind of like (laughs) only we matter and and the shareholders and the board doesn't. Wow. (laughs) That's that's an interesting, interesting take on how things work there. My guess would be that they might get shown the hard way that that's not actually the case. Well, he came into an agreement where we won't buy more than 14.9% of the shares 
um, in return for a board seat, but right. a board seat doesn't do you any good if you got a management. <laughs> no, um, well, here's from Leo. Sounds like a resignation letter to me. Exactly, Leo. Hey, that's going to do it for us on Friday. Um, we're going to somehow I feel like this is Friday, but I know because it's, it's my birthday. It's your um, birthday it's on your Friday. We're going to be talking with the Alliance Defending Freedom. There's another court case. You guys are all familiar with the Jack Phillips case. Um, there is another court case here in Colorado where somebody's religious rights are um, trampled on. Being trampled on, and, and we'll be talking to them about and maybe that. Maybe we'll talk about the Amber Anthony too. Yeah, time. she's a reporter that, or the columnist or commentator on radio that got fired for commenting on Kamala Harris's outfit. So that'll do it for us. Take um, care, everybody. Have a great Wednesday, and and we'll be back with you on Party Friday.